Welcome to Wolfpack Radio. This is your host, Hurricane Ann, and I'm so happy to have you tune in to this very special episode with an interview with Judith Rose, who Wolfpack Radio has voted as Patriot of the Year. But before we continue, please take a moment to like, share, and subscribe. As you know, citizen journalists like myself are shadow banned, and the censorship is strangling, and we just can't make it without your help. Tonight, we're also going to have, besides uh, Gunny and Victoria, special guests Carly Henderson and my very beautiful own granddaughter, Julie. But before we go to our guests, I'm going to play a set of videos that I put together of Judas Rose. Are you unable to watch TV or listen to music without hearing the satanic cabal messages within? Is the media you consume ruined by child trafficking elite monsters? Do you wish you had never woken up to the evil in the world and the lies the news tells you? Try the blue pill. The blue pill is a suppository that puts your ass back to sleep. Never be bothered again by the truth. Accept everything that the news is telling you. Sleep soundly not knowing how many children go missing per year or per day. And never wonder what our government officials are doing with them in their underground rituals. Once you take the blue pill, you won't have to worry about Pizzagate, Obamagate, Stargate, or any other gate for that matter. I took the blue pill after endless sleepless nights of worry when I found out how many Luciferians were trafficking children in my government. Now I get the best, most blissfully ignorant sleep of my life. Talk to your nearest conspiracy yes. theory and find out whether the blue pill is right for you. I'm Judith Rose and I just woke up from the Matrix. <laughs> oh my god, hey, I haven't seen you in forever. What's up? Oh, I know, it's been a while. How are you? You know how it is. I'm off to my 20th protest, and I won't stop until we get justice for all these people of color. Yeah, it's pretty horrible what the government has been doing to you guys. Wait, what do you... What, are you including me? What do you mean? What? What? Yeah, it's just tragic how they have civilians and police caught in an endless cycle of violence, and when everyone knows justice won't be served. It could be if we could just get enough people on the street. There aren't enough of us. We're not being loud enough. And what about you? I thought you were going to the protest. I was going until I researched the movement and realized where the money was actually going. What the fuck are you talking about? Are you racist now? It's right. Have you ever noticed the BLM movement crops up every four years and the face kind of looks like a communist symbol? I mean, uh... Well, gotta go! The, the hardest pill to swallow of the century. Understand this. I am a registered Democrat. A week ago, I was trolling this man's shit. If you had asked me to spit in his face and piss in his coffee, I would have done it for free. I would have done it for free. So try to imagine what I've seen that would make me flip the switch that hard. You guys know what a double agent is? Have you heard of the phrase, keep your friends close, put your enemies closer? What the news has been burying is that he's actually been talking about going after the human trafficking. Once I realized that the news was actually kind of fake, and Hillary was in fact lying, I had to consider the possibility. Hey, what is all this about you being pro-Trump? That, that's why I'm here. We hate Trump. What do you think you're doing? I, I don't... 
Okay, I'll be waiting for you. Watch this. And I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. Why have I never seen that? CIA, Cold War, Mockingbird, propaganda. But why? He's combating human trafficking. Why? Why is that bad? Why are they against him? Here is a list of people involved. Obama? $65,000? What kind of hot dogs are... That is a code word. For what? Oh, 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 I feel, um, oh, I feel sick. So, you're voting for Trump? Yeah. I have a message for all the Democrats out there who think that voting for Biden is still a good idea, who are still bullying Trump supporters, who are canceling things for past mistakes instead of learning from them. Aren't you tired? Isn't being angry all the time so exhausting? Isn't grieving all the time so draining? I wanted to understand the other side. I voted for Obama, I voted for Hillary, and I've been pissed. I hated Trump, I didn't understand him at all, I didn't understand the hype. But one day I decided that I wanted to. What I found has been so pleasantly surprising by like actually listening to people and not bullying them or writing them off or calling them names. I found out that most Trump supporters are really nice, nicer than a lot of Democrats I know. I'm done fighting it. I'm Jesus Rose, and I just woke up from the Matrix. <laughs> As of July, I started feeling differently about life. I'm 29, I live in Arizona. I was a registered Democrat. You know, I, to some people, probably look exactly like a liberal should look, tends to look, let's just... What happened in July happened because I quit my job in May, because I didn't know what the F was going on anymore. The virus felt purposeful, and I didn't know why. I just knew that it felt like it was made in a lab, released on purpose, probably has a patent just like Ebola. Anyway, something was just like, this is not right. This is happening for a reason. <laughs> then I was going to BLM protest, trying to be supportive, thinking I was doing something. Um, because I support equality and people's struggles, rah, rah, rah. I had my signs, I had my chance, and, and I just, and then I went home, you know, but I started to see something weird happening. They're planting piles of bricks as if they want this violence to happen, and I was like, why would that be? Who is doing that? Who is responsible for that? Is it within this country or without this country? You know what I'm saying? So I started to go on this journey. The first couple rabbit holes I went down were Black History related and then Epstein and then the virus. And it all started leading me towards the same place. And then, you guys, some of you know already that I'm into aliens and space. What the heck is going on with NASA? And what they're really saying, what they're not saying. And I've been convinced for a long time that the government has been hiding aliens from us. And I even knew that 9-11 wasn't, <clears throat> you know. I don't know 
why somewhere along the way I got lost because I read 1984 when I was 14. That is actually when some of my depression began. So, you know, it's almost like realizing that I was going to be trapped in this matrix for a while upset me so much that I stopped functioning as a real person. Anyway, there's a lot of other things we're not going to talk about right now. It hasn't been the happiest. It hasn't been fun. It hasn't been easy. I did not enjoy high school, and now I'm almost 30. feel like I've lost half of my life to working for this matrix as like a hamster on a wheel, just stuck. Like I'm like, am I really going to just work until I die like this? Is this it? I've felt for a long time that I'm capable of more and that there's something else going on. So if you feel the same, you might come to the same conclusion or you have come to the same conclusion that I have, that the world really isn't as it seems. Oh my god, I popped a button. Hold up. If you're like me, you just, you care about people, you know, you, you don't like racists, you don't like homophobes, but something is wrong here. <clears throat> These movements that act like they're for people to help people end up kind of pulling the rug out from under them, right? Because if BLM ha- you know, has all this money, then they should be donating to people and cleaning up after themselves, and they're not. In fact, they're people laundering money. There are Marxists. There are dark witches, like you bad witches. Like, you guys, something isn't right here. So I went down all these rabbit holes at once, started putting these pieces together because I had time, because I chose to, because I'd wanted to. You know, I don't exactly have a big friend group. I don't have a bunch of people that I talk to all the time. Mostly just me and boyfriend and the dog and the two kitties. We'll go into that later. Something happened, and I started to meditate on it, and I started to think about how angry I'd been and, you know, how I felt like that was justified. You're supposed to be outraged all the time, right? There's always some injustice happening. I've been in a bad mood since 2008 or whatever. I started to feel like that was unhealthy, and my family had implied that that was unhealthy. So I went on this journey, and I started to meditate a lot. I'd already been pretty familiar with the process, but I got back into it. And something happened, something clicked, something was released off my shoulders. And people seem to be able to tell. They tell me I have this glow about me. They say that I seem fresh now, and like I have the weight off my chest. I do. I don't know how to explain it. I don't hate things the way that I used to, and I understand more people, and that includes the president. I hated the president, okay? I was so pissed in 2016 because I believed all the headlines and I didn't do my research. Those were the main two things that caused me to constantly be disgruntled because of the election results from 2016. This is programming. That is what they want you to feel. And I feel completely differently about everything. It's insane. I'm an entirely different person, basically. It feels good, but it is, it can be overwhelming, but not as overwhelming as I thought it would be, to be honest. I've caught up on a whole lot very, very quickly, and for some reason, I am okay. I'm surprised that I am okay, in fact. It's not perfect all the time, but it is way better than it used to be, and certain things like last week, like my, my car breaking down after going on a hike would have just ruined my whole day, and I would have just 
not even moved on, but I just learned how to accept things better. Anyway, the president. So I was angry tweeting, and I had a, uh, previously I had a very small Twitter that ended up blowing up when someone uh, with the handle some, I know, I'll tag her. She goes by L. She picked up my TikTok that I call here the hardest pill to swallow of the century, and it just blew up. Oh my gosh, I did something. I did something. Something happened. Found out pretty quickly it was the video. So as my account grew, it grew ex- very, very exponentially in just a matter of days. And by two weeks, I had around 50,000 followers. By the third week, I was shut down. No explanation. There was no email on my suspension. When they got my appeals, they sent me a reply back. The appeals fell through. Nothing nothing happened. All of my original account is erased. My whole transformation from my angry tweets at the president to suddenly I'm tweeting out of shadows to suddenly I have 50,000 followers, it's gone. It's all gone. They didn't want that documented. I have grown quite a bit on a lot of my other platforms. and I mean, even just here, I already have 2,000 followers, and I, I haven't even done a whole lot on this channel. That's incredible. I appreciate you for hitting that button. I appreciate your patience, because, you know, I've never been much of a content creator. I didn't think this was really going to happen in this way, but, <clears throat> you know, I, I have gotten signs that something like this might happen to me, but let's just say I didn't really believe them. So, um, it's been interesting, and incredible and just a lot. I mean, I've been on a ton of interviews for some reason. Sometimes it feels strange to be kind of famous for changing my mind, but I feel like I solved a puzzle. I feel like I solved a riddle. And now there's all these people waiting on the other side. They're all so nice and they're not the people that I thought they were when I was, you know, over there mad about everything. It's just not like it says in the news. It's not at all. It's not. A lot of things are misunderstood down to the the, the anti-Semitism. It's all misunderstood, almost every single thing. It's amazing. I mean, it's it's messed up, of course. But, you know, I've, I've spoken to people like Charlie Ward, David Whitehead, the Truth Warrior. I was on the Matrix group show where I met Out of Shadows, Brad Martin, and, and Mike, I mean... Crazy. I've I've heard from people like Liz Crogan, Zach Voorhees, the Google whistleblower. I have featured on Sarah Palin's website for some reason. I was on edge of wonder. I mean, like, it's been a lot, you guys. And it happened so fast. And I've had to catch up on all of these things. 20 different rabbit holes that all at once. So I started a Patreon, I started a Subscribestar, I started a this, that, I opened a merch shop, I just ran with it. It just felt like the right thing to do, it felt like, you know, what I should be doing. And I feel very free, in a sense, and it's been a very eye-opening experience, and sometimes I just have this feeling like I can just breathe better, I don't know what it is. Ah, now I'm just researching, like I said, everything at once. At the moment, it's Haiti, because I truly didn't know that much about the Clintons. Bastard. It's it's okay, we're getting there, we're getting there. Truly thought that Hillary was some kind of feminist icon. I did not know the extent of the corruption, and it is... It is across the board. It's, you know what, for some reason I used to think that the Bush administration was an isolated incident. (laughs) So, the odd thing about being on the left and being asleep is that you you kind of know that you shouldn't trust your government. And, you know, perhaps 9-11 wasn't 
you know, what they said, but you still want to trust the news. I don't know why, what it is about just, just being in this, like, abusive relationship with reality. You feel you can't trust. You feel like something is wrong, but you don't investigate it. I'm telling you to investigate it. A lot of us are already there, but this is for anybody watching who is also perhaps a liberal who's starting to feel like something isn't right. And it's it's kind of horrifying to to you know to go through that and realize how just just crappy you've been acting. Um, but it's okay. Well, we gotta forgive ourselves. We gotta forgive other people. We gotta stop being so mean to each other. Cancel culture is BS. Unless you're doing things to kids, then we can cancel you. We're we're human beings, guys. We have to learn. We have to figure this out. We have to do it together. We have to share information. We have to support each other. You know, when we're going through hard times, the world is changing. It will never be the same. The world as we know it is pretty much ending. Now, I've been getting messages from the universe, as I like to call them. I got this message that uh, something is meant to shift December. Throwing that out there. My hope is that we'll be more awake than asleep. Just can't wait for it. You know, I'm so excited for these next couple of months. Buckling my seatbelt. I'm getting my popcorn. I have a specific machine for the popcorn because I don't like microwaves. Microwaves are bad. But there's a lot of other things, you know, I have to work on in my life, and that's okay. We're all trying to get out of this matrix. I have sweet tooth. I'm addicted to sugar still. It's a bad thing. I just started going back to the gym. That's a good thing. We count our blessings. We try to live in gratitude. That is a very important. Acceptance of going with the flow, accepting the flow and of life and whatever happens to you, looking for the lesson within, lots of breathing, meditating. Those are the main things that I recommend. Deep breath with me. We're going to get through this. Election day is so close, you guys. For the first time in my life, I voted red. Uh, it's so weird. It's so weird. It's so weird. It's so weird. I was a Democrat. I was a Democrat. I was a Democrat. This year has shown me so many eye-opening things. And with this, with this laptop scandal, I can't, in good conscience, vote for Biden. I just could not. I, I, I did not. In 2016, I thought a dumb, misogynistic businessman was now our leader and the world was over. I hated it. God, I don't know how to tell you how much I hated Trump. I, I don't. But you know, you know what? You know what I just did? I voted for Trump! <laughs> okay, and that was a long segment that I put together of Judith's Rose, but I just loved it. And uh, hello, Gunny, hello, Judith, and hello, Carly. Uh, I guess, uh, Russell, you there, Gunny? Yes, yeah, I'm here. Hello. Hello, Judith, you there? Yeah, I'm here, hello. Yes. Hey. And Hi. Carly? Hey. How's everybody doing? Great. Great. So what do y'all think about oh. that video uh, that I put together with Judith? That was pretty awesome. I bet you have some questions. <laughs> Go ahead, Russell. And is there anything you want to ask her first? Uh, yes. Uh, what uh, What do you think uh, – at what point did you go like, wait a minute, something really stinks here. Uh, I'm not buying this anymore. Was that a hard point? 
wind or something you just drifted into? Well, I have to say it was probably like the, the start of the, the virus and uh, and like the BLM movement where I just was like, I don't know about this anymore. Like I, around May, that's when I ended up quitting my job. I, mean, I quit it for a number of reasons. I mean, one, I was like mentally exhausted and they had been dragging me along and like putting me on the back burner and they hadn't tipped me out in like several weeks when they were supposed to be and like things like that. I was like, I'm I'm really done with this. But the, the corona restrictions and the, the the rules in the job were changing like almost every single day and that job was like it, I worked I was a dispensary agent and that kind of job things change all the time anyway and the the added change with the virus was like just too much for me it was just getting really draining and I didn't understand like how far it was really going to go and um when I went to a couple of protests when I started feeling like it was a trap I was like why is it a trap and then I watched like some black history documentaries and I was like oh this happens like every four years on an election year how strange and it just kind of went from there I took the summer to do some research and I didn't quite get to like unhating Trump until I started watching like Fall of Cabal and Out of Shadows and like a couple of other things until I realized that um the news was bought out and there was a reason that they were hating on him so much. And I was like, Oh no. And so that was around July. So you actually had your little sign and you were there protesting, right? Yeah. That's just crazy. (laughs) I can't even picture you doing that. I just can't even see you doing that. Judith. (laughs) Well, I mean, I was, yeah, I was, I was, uh, one was like a vigil for, Dion Johnson down in Phoenix. I mean, it was it was obviously it was, it was sad. I mean, I don't I, I don't like the violence either, and it it sucks when it happens unnecessarily. But um, it, on the large scope of things, the the BLM movement was really only just causing more racism. Ultimately, it was just like feeding into everyone ended up like hating each other and bringing up stuff they didn't need to bring up and just like not moving forward you know I was like this is just getting ridiculous and the money's not even going to where it needs to go and there's people there's like criminals leading these movements so I was like what what are we doing wow. Wow. so uh, I'm going to go ahead and introduce Carly Carly is a uh, uh, someone who I've known a long time I was her substitute teacher in school and she uh, <laughs> did competition cheer and varsity cheer with my daughter Carly said extremely talented when uh Gymnastic, and I think probably not level four, level five, maybe higher. I don't know. I know she's really badass. Okay, she could flip all over Texas. Oh and uh, then, then her and my uh, daughter were college roommates, and now she's going to be uh, standing up for my daughter in, in her wedding. So as a bridesmaid, so I know this uh, girl really well, and I wanted to get Carly on the show because I thought, I, you know, I think she would really, really click with Judith. You know, and I'll be honest with you, I saw your tattoo, Judith. And that did trigger the thought, like, ooh, there's like a tattoo like Carly. She'll love that. <laughs> I admit it, okay. But uh, but then it was really weird because uh, I had the wrong number for Carly, and uh, she changed it. And then she saw on Facebook that I was going to do you on the show, and she was really excited. And and I'll let you – she basically said you helped red pill her, and then she follows you. So go ahead, Carly. Say hello. Hello. Yeah, yes. well, thanks Carly. for having me. Uh, love it. So – this is really cool to be here with you guys because like she was saying, 
um, I started seeing some of your videos in the beginning of my, you know, wake up from the matrix. Um, and what's crazy is like, I saw some of them then, and then listening to your stuff now and hearing more about your story of how you woke up to ours kind of are similar in a way, like the same kind of things triggered what woke me up, I guess. So it's even crazier to kind of hear how similar those sound, but, um, yeah, I guess I can kind of, do you want me to like kind of share what, what kind of got me fully red pills or? Yeah. I'd love to hear like, like what happened. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, so, so I guess, I guess mine kind of started with the virus too. And I want to say it was around this time last year when I was like, okay, you know, I know I should keep up with what's going on when in the world right now. I just didn't have the energy to before. And so I was like, okay, I'll start like reading some stuff here and there. And not too long after that was when I started reading about the coronavirus, like in China. It hadn't even come over here yet or anything. Hardly anybody knew about it. And yeah, everything was going down in Hong Kong so bad. I know, it was crazy and nobody knew. And like they like shut off borders and everything over there. And at that point, I didn't know anything about the virus. So I'm just like, oh my gosh, like this is, this is just crazy. And then I watched this movie, Kingsman 2. I don't know if y'all are familiar with it. But it's this movie about basically how the sickness breaks out throughout the whole population and they don't know how to cure it. And then it's supposed to be a funny, like, terror movie type of thing. And they all end up, like, in cages, like, in stadiums because everybody's contagious and they don't know what to do with everybody. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm freaking out about this thing. I'm telling people about it. And they're like, what are you talking about? This doesn't affect my life. And then all of a sudden we get shut down at work. Like everybody at work was supposed to go on this big trip. Um, Not my team, but like everybody was supposed to leave the office. And the day that everybody was supposed to leave, they canceled it because of COVID. And that's when everybody was like, oh, my gosh. And I remember saying this, this either got released on purpose, like, or it was a complete accident and honestly I would say it was it had to be a plan like I had already heard about it being a create like created in a lab in Wuhan and all of that stuff so I already knew that and then we go further into the year and um, I started really like like I kind of was at a point in my life where I wasn't me and I didn't know what to do I didn't know where like I knew to be who I really was, was to serve others. And I didn't know where to serve others. So I really just started praying for God to soften my heart and just be there for whatever I need to be there for. And shortly after that was when all this stuff came up um, with the Black Lives Matter movements and everything and uh, the death of George Floyd. And it was so tragic and like everything was happening and I was on the side of thinking Trump was the problem and that, you know, when we've been doing it wrong for so long, there's no way to fix this. What can I do to fix this? I can't do anything. Oh my gosh. And so I, I wanted to start there though. I wanted to talk about like, well, how does the church step in and be in this and 
all of this stuff. So I actually pulled out my old college books um, from my ethics class. I went to school for ministerial leadership and I pulled out my ethics class book and it's a current book because I just went and it was talking about uh, the Black Lives Matter movement and how they're a Marxist group and how they're wary of the black church. They really don't do anything with the black church. And like, I'm just like, well, like, why not? So I just start digging into black lives matter, the movement, because all of a sudden it's everywhere. And because I'm all for hashtag black lives matter. But once I learned about these women who started this group and the goal of it and everything, I started to kind of flip the switch then. And then I started watching this documentary, um, Jeffrey Epstein, and then I started talking about that with some people, and they pointed out a couple of little things to me, and I was like, oh, okay, okay, because I didn't know what to do, and I was like, I don't know who to vote for, I don't know what to do, like, Joe Biden's a pedophile, I don't, I, I just don't know what to do. So that's when I started watching, kind of like what you said, how you didn't really start turning towards Trump until you saw like follow the cabal and stuff like that, because there were just some practical yeah, that things that I literally, yeah, I didn't practical things. I just didn't even know. Like, I didn't even know he signed something to clean the ocean. Like just little yeah, things. Yeah. Like they didn't even I tell you about his accomplishments. Yeah. Like nothing. And then, so I, I start learning about what he's done and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like there's this whole system that is convincing us to, hate each other over and over again and it's the same system that's saying let's heal and let's unify and let's do this that and the other because that's how they deceive people so I was I was pretty once I started seeing those things because I already you know I, I grew up already kind of conservative anyway like it was pretty easy for these things to kind of click for me and I also was uh I've been supporting a anti-human trafficking organization for a few years now and so that my heart was already kind of there with that and then Haiti it was crazy when you mentioned Haiti like I used to want to go to Haiti when I was a kid when the hurricane happened and I was devastated and I feel like that was my heart already being prepared for what I wanted and to if you remember, I would now. say, no, Carly, you don't need to go to Haiti, mm-hmm. Carly. I forbid this, Carly. Remember that? And I'm like, I know I'm not your mother, but you're not going. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, yeah, I was there. I, I didn't but, yeah. go, but I, I, I would love to go one day. It would be awesome. But uh, I didn't know anything yeah, about Haiti in the clinic. that happened. Me neither. It's insane. It's insane. Um. Well, yeah, is that, that when you ran into Judith? That happened. Um, so, like, what happened was I watched all of the cabal, and at that point, I kind of some of it I looked up and found out pretty easily. Some of it I was just like, I don't know, you know, type of thing. So I start noticing more things on my social media feed, and then all of a sudden one of my friends is posting weird stuff about Bill Gates. And I'm like, Oh, somebody else is kind of weirded out about this stuff. And then you get tagged in like her post or something. And so then I go and see your post and started following you. And you were literally one of the Judith was literally one of the first people that I started seeing. And it was cool to see too, 
people outside of like, like somebody that flipped the switch completely. Like you were yeah. a registered Democrat, everything, like you flipped the oh, yeah. switch completely. What, what made that yeah. happen? And I'm like, so it's real to her too. Somebody who didn't feel this way at all before, like you said, you did your research and it became real to you too. And so it was oh, really yeah. cool to see that and encouraging. And I think that's kind of like what, you know, it's just another voice pushing me forward into, you know, what reality, I guess. Let me, uh, I'm really glad. Let, let me ask you guys a question on something. Uh, uh, from people uh, in your uh, general age group and stuff like that. Uh, what is the uh, feeling y'all get about uh, uh the, the fraudulent uh, election that's been exposed and everything's been exposed and the fact that uh, absolutely nothing is being done about it. Uh, uh, are y'all of a mindset that uh, this has to be fixed now or are y'all just kind of, well, just roll with it we're going to try to just vote about it or something? I mean, where are y'all at? Mm. Uh and I don't mean people in your age on Judith's YouTube, she's been afraid to get purged, which I don't blame her. And so you have to really watch mm-hmm. what you're talking about. So I wasn't able to get uh, uh, an inside scoop on the your, on the election with, from Judith. So I'm dying actually to hear the answer to this question. <laughs> I'm not a stalker, by the way, Judith. I just have to research people on my show. That's my job. I appreciate it. Well, like. Uh, I, I mean, people have come to me and been like, well, why isn't anything done yet? And I'm like, why do you think I have the answers? You know, like, I, okay. I'm kind of like, I, I would love for something to be done about it, but, but it's, it's exposing the fact that not only was there fraud, but that the corruption is so, goes so high that some people just will be like, nah, not enough. And, and that's even more infuriating. So, the thing is, I've also noticed that there's an interesting executive order that could be coming into play really soon, and that there's this rumor that the military is the only way, and there might be some kind of re-election, and I'm for it. I mean, if it didn't happen fairly, like, why should we stand for it? But all we can do is kind of wait and see. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, would I mean, y'all have... Uh, Y'all have a lot of life left to live uh, and stuff. And now that y'all have, you know, become woke or whatever you call it, uh, took the red pill, but are seeing things uh, <laughs> clearly. Uh, do y'all feel, is there uh, a need to, well, you know, if we have to rise up and fix this, we will, or is that not part of y'all's uh, mental uh I will say that I was literally like Googling how to become a military lawyer the other day because I'm like, <laughs> so annoyed by all of this. Um, I like, I've kind of been, I've been following it probably way too close than I should. Um, but I'm like, like she kind of said, it's kind of like waiting to see what happens. Um but if I, if there was a way I knew to get involved now, I will. And if I figure out how to, I'm going to. Um, because I feel like like something Annie and I were talking about yesterday actually was just like, you know, this is for the next generations. This is for our kids. And if I'm not 
fighting for them to have a better life, if I'm not fighting for their, for at least their freedom, you know, then what am I fighting for? And I also want to like stand up on the behalf of people who may not really know what's going on and, and like aren't understanding how they're being manipulated and by this shadow government that's been operating for so long, like, I don't want to wait until 2024 to fix this problem because it's already been happening long enough. If it doesn't get fixed now, it's going to be fixed, okay? Uh, There is no more fighting next time or anything like that. We are at the apex of the most crucial point uh, in the history of our country since uh, 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 the Declaration of Independence in 1776. Uh, and you're 100% corrupt about systemic corruption, and it's not just Democrats. Our whole uh, government, these agencies are riddled with it. Uh, it became a way of uh, just a way of life. You live in it. You go to work for government. You steal from American people. But the part that you made earlier that I found real interesting, which is uh, something that I felt for a long time, you know, when uh, said you left your job and that sort of thing. And basically, uh, what it, my view on that is we are nothing but worker drones for this national debt that these politicians, Republicans, Democrats alike, have run up in our name. And, uh, uh, you know, they're going to tell you what you're allowed to keep out of your pay and that sort of thing. And, uh, is that really, is that something that most people uh, that you talk to are aware of, or are they not uh, on that wavelength? I think that's a reality that a lot of people, like, joke about, but that, that, like, we feel like there's nothing that can be done. I mean, I feel like my generation in particular has grown up like, ha, ah, is this it? Do, are we really just hamsters on a wheel? Yep, I guess so. All right, see you on lunch break. Like, that's like because we've just been raised in it, we can see it, but we don't know what to do about it. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, and, uh, one thing that I wanted to say was I, I always kind of thought that these uh, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, were extremely. I don't mean this to sound ugly, but I'm just a blunt person. I just assumed they were <laughs> low IQ. They had to be stupid to be acting like this. But then <laughs> I meet someone like Judith Rose, who, even though we only know her as a patriot. We don't know that. We don't know that one except the one video where she said she's pissing his cup. And then you hear our. I mean, she, I literally learned stuff listening to her podcast. She's very smart, and she's you know really good in English. I had to really watch my grammar when I was typing up stuff, and very smart, you know. And then I think, well, you know, these Antifa people were cheated, you know. So they're not. I you know I just assume they're stupid low IQ, but they're not. And that's kind of not scary, necessarily. actually. That's yeah, that's, scary, that's you know? part of the part of the problem is that that people are intelligent, but they're brainwashed intelligence, and it's it's just like this special kind of smart that's like they're they're sort of trapped in this loop where they want to be informed, but they're getting informed by the wrong things, and then they think that yeah. their their rage is is justifiable. They think that it's like hatred is somehow patriotic. Like it's it's really backwards, so they think that they're supposed to be outraged, and that somehow makes them smart. 
So um, one of the things I was listening to in your video, you know, many times you brought it up was the child trafficking, and that when you found yeah. out that Trump was actually going against the child traffickers, and one of the things that Carly uh, is just, I've been, I've even messaged her and be like, honey, I'm so proud of you because she's out there fighting and uh, trying to educate people on child trafficking, and uh, and so to see y'all young people doing this, and it's not just uh, we're tired. I've been red pilled since you know yeah. French Davidians in the nineties. I'm tired. Oh you know boy. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, a long time. I, I did. I was yeah. really surprised that uh, Carly was taken up for QAnon, uh, being banned mm-hmm. and purged. And you know, I was like, "We are Q." You know, I, I said because I got my public figure page because I was used to be social media famous too. And I was telling Judith mm-hmm. before the show that I could really relate to her because during Obama, I made a rant video that went viral. Then all of my videos went viral. Then everybody wanted me to be on the radio show, and then and you can ask Russell. Everywhere I went in the Patriot movement, people knew who I was. And uh, then I was like co-hosting radio shows and always being interviewed, and you know, in newspaper article. It was just crazy, you know. And then I started getting like oh, all know. kinds of presents every week. I got a ghillie suit. I got a handmade custom staff. I got wooden spoons from Australia. I got backpack grills before Charlie Pat got the backpack grill. I mean, so it was like I was so spoiled, and I was so like social media famous and I loved it and I kind of got used to all that attention too and then whenever Facebook kills me I mean I'm lucky if I can get three likes on a or you know people that's on my page every day says I haven't seen you post in a year <laughs> it's like they killed me you know, they well they just recently I hate deleted that. my public I know they deleted my public figure page which had all my communities and even my dog Ivanka Melania Trump Kellen page she had 90 Aww. followers my dog did a patriot puppy so for trump and everyone loves ivanka they took down ivanka's page so petty. bastards okay but uh so anyway, so, yeah, i don't kind of know how you feel judith about this whirlwind of social media now i have to admit though dude you were on edge of wonder that's i was insane i'm so jealous Jesus rose okay because i've followed <laughs> him a long time right and then uh also, I was actually uh, in the in the. I wasn't on the show, but I was live with the show on the Matrix Groove during your interview with the Matrix Groove when you had uh, the Out of Shadows guy. Was it? Oh, Brad Martin, that was Mike crazy! Was the, they like jumped me with that. So I experienced that live with you, that is awesome. and that was a pretty oh. epic show right there. It was that insane. Was I was not expecting yeah. that at all. And if you're in the Q movement, you have to know that this is how cool this is, just the coolest of cool, you know? I mean, it's just like the coolest of cool, except for maybe getting cued on top of it, right? (laughs) So, yeah, Jesus, I I mean, that was pretty huge for me. I'm in love with Matrix Group and Shady. I love them. Oh, my God. And JT Wild. They're so rad. Right. I was going to get JT to surprise you and get him to call in tonight. Because, but, I mean, how do I follow Matrix after he did the Out of Shadows guys, right? I mean, come on. But uh, <laughs> I knew it was a Friday night that JT would probably be at a bar or playing on YouTube, and he was. So I didn't get to do that. But anyways, going back to the story, I'm a little mm-hmm. bit out of breath because I have corona, okay? I should be just getting Aww. off of it, but I'm still real short of breath and stuff, so bear with me. But um, so Carly was actually taking up for – Q and uh, Anons on Facebook, which made me so proud because I'm a big QAnon follower, and as y'all know, that uh, uh, my show Wolfpack is P-A-Q, the Q, I guess y'all caught that, was for Q, right? <laughs> and then my URL for my blog talk is WWG1WGA for where we go when we go all. So it's uh, yeah. I'm surprised I haven't been purged yet, but uh, I've been keeping a real oh. low profile. 
But uh, what I wanted to talk to you all about was uh, in your video, I got all, I have ADD, okay? I'm sorry. I'm drinking coffee. And I have ADD. <laughs> You're fine. But in your video, you were talking about the child trafficking and how, you know, all that stuff, right? And about how uh, you're, the government officials, your government officials were involved in pedophilia and child trafficking. Well, I wanted to mm-hmm. bring you all's attention to a key post that was uh, 4630 uh, and – 4631, and they were both dated within seconds of each other on September 2nd of this year, okay? So this is just a few months ago, mm-hmm. and this is so long that I honestly – y'all probably have time to go back three pots of coffee, but it's the longest cheat post ever, and I don't know if I can read it without getting uh, winded, but I'm going to read at least a little bit of it, okay? And I just kind of understand exactly what is going on for the people out there who aren't red-pilled. This is something you're not going to hear about the media, but this is what is really going on with our public officials, okay? He says, uh, yeah. gosh, I'm out of breath. I'm so sorry, y'all, but I'm going to have corona. It's horrible, yeah, okay. okay? So how is blackmail used? Democratic Illinois State Representative Keith Farman has resigned. It was charged with possession of child pornography and has been accused of bragging on, at an online site about sexually molesting a six-year-old girl. Democratic spokesman for the Arkansas Democratic Party, Harold Moody Jr., was charged with distribution and possession of child pornography. Democratic Radar Township Board of Commissioners member Philip R. resigned from his position after being charged with possession of child pornography and abusing children between two and six years old. Democratic activist and BLM organizer Charles Wade was arrested… And charged with human trafficking and underage prostitution. Democrat Texas yeah. attorney and activist Mark Benavides was charged with having sex with a minor, inducing inducing a child under 18 to have sex and compelling prostitution of at least nine legal clients in possession of child pornography. He was found guilty on six counts of sex trafficking. Democrat Virginia Delegate John Morrissey was indicted on charges connected to his relationship with a 17-year-old girl and was charged with supervisory and decent liberties with a minor, electronic solution of a minor, possession of child pornography, and distribution of child pornography. Democratic Massachusetts Congressman Gary Studs was censored by the House of Representatives after he admitted to an inappropriate relationship with a 17-year-old page. Democratic former Mayor Stillwater, New York, Rick Nelson, was pled guilty to five counts of possession of child pornography of children less than 16 years of age. Democratic former Mayor Clayton, New York, Del Kenyon, was indicted for sexual acts against a teenager. Democratic former Mayor of Hubbard, Ohio, Richard Kenyon, was given a life sentence in jail for raping a four-year-old girl. Democratic former Mayor of Winston, Oregon, Kenneth Barrett, was arrested for setting up a meeting to have sex with a 14-year-old girl who turned out to be a police officer. Democratic former Mayor Uh Randolph, Nebraska, Dwayne Schutt, was arrested and charged with four counts of felony, third-degree sexual assault of a child, and one count of intentional child abuse. Democratic former Mayor Dawson, Georgia… Christopher Wright was indicted on charges of aggravated child molestation, aggravated sodomy, rape, child molestation, and statutory rape of an 11-year-old boy and a 12-year-old girl. Democratic former mayor of Stockton, California, Anthony Silva, was charged with providing alcohol to young adults during a game of strip poker that included a 16-year-old boy at camp for underprivileged children run by the mayor. Democratic former mayor of Millbrook, New York, Donald Briggs, was arrested and charged with inappropriate sexual contact with a person younger than 17. Democratic party leader for Victoria County, Texas, that's where my grandbaby's living, Stephen Jabbar, pled guilty to possession and receiving over half a million child pornographic images. Democratic activist and fundraiser Tara Bean was arrested in charges of sodomy and sex abuse in a case involving a 15-year-old boy when the alleged victim declined to testify and the judge dismissed the case. Democratic Party chairman mm-hmm. for 
Davidson County, Tennessee, Rodney Mullen resigned amid child pornography allegations. The next post, and the reason I'm reading this is because I think this is important, y'all. Okay, I think people need to see what's going on. So the next post, a few seconds later, was 4631. He says, Democratic California Congressman Tony Cardenas is being sued in L.A. County for allegedly sexually abused a 16-year-old girl. Democratic aide Senator Barbara Boxer Jeff Rosetto pled guilty to charges of trading in child pornography. Democratic State Representative Dean Westlake resigned from his seat after the media published a report alleging he fathered a child with a 16-year-old girl when he was 28. Democratic New Jersey State Assemblyman Neil Cohen was convicted of possession and distribution of child pornography. Republican Tim Nolan, chairman of Donald Trump's presidential campaign in Kentucky, pled guilty to sex trafficking and on February 11, 2018, was sentenced to serve 20 years in prison. Republican State Senator Ralph Shorty was indicted on four counts of human trafficking and child pornography in November 2017. He pleaded guilty to one count of child sex trafficking in exchange for the dropping of other charges. Republican anti-abortion activist Howard Scott Heldern was convicted of child rapist in Florida. Republican County Commissioner David Schwartz pled guilty to molesting two girls under the age of 11 and was sentenced to eight years in prison. Mm -hmm. Republican Judge Mark Panetti pleaded no contest to fondling a 10-year-old girl and was sentenced to 10 years probation. Republican anti-abortion activist Nicholas Morency pleaded guilty to possession child pornography on his computer and offering a bounty to anyone who murders an abortion doctor. Republican legislator Edison Misla Algerono was sentenced to 10 years in prison for raping his daughter between the ages of 9 and 17. Republican Mayor Philip Gidorno is serving 37-year sentence in federal prison for sexually abusing 8- and 10-year-old girls. Republican campaign consultant Tom Shortridge was sentenced to three years probation for taking nude photographs of a 15-year-old girl. Republican Senator Strom Thurmond, a notable racist, had sex with a 15-year-old black girl, which produced a child. Republican Pastor Mike Hintz, whom George W. Bush commended during the 2004 presidential campaign surrendered to police after admitting to a sexual affair with a female juvenile. Republican legislator Peter Diddy pleaded no contest to having an inappropriate relationship with a 13-year-old girl. I'm almost done, y'all. Republican Congressman <laughs> David Buss Lutkins was found guilty of having sex with a female minor and sentenced to one month in jail. One month in jail. Republican fundraiser Richard A. Delegado was found guilty of child porn charges and paying two teenage girls to pose for sexual photos. Republican activist Mark Gretchen convicted on six counts of sex crimes involving children. Republican activist Randall David Enke pleaded guilty to attempted sexual assault on a child. Republican Congressman Dan Crane had sex with a female minor working on a congressional page. Republican activist and Christian coalition leader Beverly Russell admitted to incestuous relationship with his with his stepdaughter. Republican Congressman yeah. anti-gay activist Robert Bowman was charged with having sex with a 16-year-old boy and he picked up at a gay bar. Republican committee chairman yeah. Jeff Patty was arrested for Distributing a video clip of a five, and then uh, I don't have the other page print. I do, but it's, I just was going to read all these two. So it goes on, okay? It, there's more. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. oh, yeah. didn't read it. Oh, yeah. So if that's I know. any indication to y'all what's really going on, when you said you were about talking about uh, when you started understanding, even when I understood that the, our leaders were involved in pedophilia, I had no idea the depth and the breadth of this so evilness bad. of this Luciferianism. Yeah. You know, it's mind blowing. Those so are just like low level. Oh, we have a. Car. Yeah, they're just like, eh, whatever. They don't so let them the ones get that caught. Got caught. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Did that and, just blow your mind? Uh, yeah. It's hey, insane. hang on one second. We got a caller. <laughs> Hello, we have a caller. Hello. 
Yeah, yeah. That intro, uh, that intro music that you just did for me. That sounds like it comes from a horror film. Um, is that a science fiction film or a horror film that you got it from? Well, some of my callers are horror, a horror. So it's from a horror film because you would not believe the weirdos they call in on this show sometimes. Now, we get a lot of good people, but we get a bunch of weirdos. So it's kind of like we don't know. So it's dun, 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 dun yeah. you know. It's suspense, suspenseful. Right. So, yeah. You just don't know what's going to happen. Well, I've called in before. I'm all right. Um, is this Judith Rose that's on uh, that's on the line as well? Hi, yeah, I'm still here. Hello. Okay, because I went to uh, and how you doing? My name's Joe. I've called into the show before, and um, I was at your description page, and I saw her. And are you one of those who signed the affidavit um, uh, witnessing the election fraud? I didn't sign anything. No. Oh, okay. Because um, on my cell phone, I can't really uh, read the description page that well. It did say I did decipher that you had taken the red pill and oh, yeah. you were a former Democrat. So I was mm-hmm. um, I called in to find out if you were one of those who actually witnessed the election fraud. Because it seems to me when you have hundreds of people signing those affidavits and the mainstream media keeps denying it, what is going on? You know, so um, I, won't, I won't interfere anymore. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I just I just want to hear now the rest of uh, of Judith's story about how you changed over from being a Democrat to hopefully a Libertarian, which is what I am. So I'll just keep quiet for now. And uh, you're good, Joe. Thanks, man. I would say I'm I'm I mean I have no party now, so I would say a Libertarian's the closest thing, most likely. She's a Trump politician. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, thanks, thanks Joe. Thanks for calling, Joe. It's good to hear back from you. Well, you know, there's a sure. uh, there's a lot of people out there that aren't uh, calling themselves part of either party now and stuff like that. I've been a uh, constitutionalist for uh, decades, and I've got huge libertarian leanings. Uh, uh, and I, you know, uh, the two party system has failed us. Uh, they've uh, uh, just beating anybody who tried to run against them to death with the amount of money they raised. I mean, it's unbelievable the money they raised for these elections and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's all about them uh, maintaining their power and that sort of thing. And uh, you know, they're not. There's never going to be any term limits because uh, <laughs> you know they'd be shooting themselves in the foot for uh, something like that. And I think it's going to take a uh, uh, it's going to take a full reset, and uh, hopefully the American people have had enough of all of this. I mean, you just look. I don't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican or what you call yourself, but if you look at the amount of corruption that's been exposed over the last four years with all these uh, investigations, going on and stuff. I don't understand how anyone can sit there and not want to do something about it. And uh, yeah, it just fills my heart with joy to see uh, newcomers joining the fight all the time. I think it's great. Uh, uh, thanks to our own both you ladies. Yeah, it's really awesome. We're going to go ahead and take uh, – we're out at the first hour, so we're going to go ahead and take a break. But I have a really special surprise for you all because not only is Judith a little spitfire – 
and our Patriot of the Year for Wolfpack Radio, and many people believe that she is the Patriot of the Year because she helped red pill so many people, and it was so refreshing to see there's actually hope for some of our children. But she mm-hmm. is also a talented musician. Uh, on the show description, I actually have uh, a Spotify listed. There's two songs. One is Wake Up by Judith Rose and Harry Marsh, and another on Spotify is Permanent Vacation. And so I'm going to go ahead and play uh, her song while we're on a break. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. This is Wake Up with Judith Rose.
but uh, and it's but it's tied to the Vatican and the anti-pope, and so there's so much. Mm-hmm. Predictive programming and telegraphing in Sabrina the Teenage Witch about what's going on with Luciferianism and the cannibalism. It's insane. Like the cannibalism that they have so in the show in the first six episodes. You can tell when someone put the hammer down and said, okay, you need to slow down on the cannibalism stuff. But like the first six or seven yeah. episodes, it's nonstop, you know? And because that's yeah. what they really are into. And I know uh, my audience is probably pretty much red pilled anyway. And so they already know that this is really happening, that we're not crazy, that there's some crazy crap yeah. going on, and it's Luciferian, definitely. Oh, God, she's the... I gotta, personally yeah, think that she's the head of the coven. I think she may be hundreds of years old. And I'm trying to trace her back. I, mean, hundred, I really think she's hundreds of years old. And I've, yeah. I've been doing some research on in ancient Europe about this, so uh, if y'all watch my videos, and well, Russell does, you know, I'm one of the best researchers there is. I'm very good at what I do. <laughs> And uh, I'm telling you, I've ran into some stuff about that evil lady, and it's bad. Yeah, she's been, she, she's crazy. Right. So, Judith, uh, you uh, said that you, in your videos, one of your videos, that you noticed that there were piles of bricks when you were out protesting. Well, I was also seeing and, them in news articles, too. Like, the, the people have just been seeing them. But, yeah, I, I've seen, I saw stuff that was seemed, like, set out on purpose. Did you ever see one of those guys that ha- are all in black with the black umbrellas? No. They're the ones that are like the head of the – they're like the, the ones that have the microphone in your ear. And I recognize – I'm sure Russell did too for militia. You know, when we're doing operations, we're real stealth, and we have all of our equipment on, and we wear the headsets to go in our ear mm-hmm. and have a little mic on it. And I noticed that they had mm-hmm. those that were all dressed in black, real tactical looking, and they had the black umbrellas. They appeared to be the ones that were walking around giving orders. They were the lead ringers mm-hmm. of these people that were advocating the violence, and they had these black umbrellas at the very first of the uh, Antifa. So I think they were the ones that were paid and brought in uh, for a specific group that wasn't naturally – wasn't organic. Like you were organic. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of those people were not organic. And were you able to notice that, hey, I don't think these people are organic, some of those people? Some of them, you know, I was, I was out there. Sometimes I'd be looking for, like, I'd look, started to look for, like, armbands because, I mean, I only went to a few of them and before I stopped and started doing some research because I didn't really feel all that safe. And it, it was getting really weird with, like, my, my friends were, like, downloading these other apps to start communicating, and we were all, like, I had this, like, little bug-out bag with, like, gloves and and, like, a weapon and like stuff I might need just in case. And I was like, do I really want to be putting myself in a situation and of like just going out in the streets and just like going nuts because I was sick of everything. And I was like, you know, I really don't because I feel like we're all being set up to fail. Like we're just civilians and they know that. And, and I, we went, my, um, my boyfriend at the time, my ex and I went out for like a drive just to go look around, uh, around the area we thought what they were going to start doing stuff. And it was like, they were just getting ready to corral people. Like people were showing up and just like sitting in this trap and police were starting to surround them and, and block streets off. And I was like, this is just, they're just going to keep doing this. And, and you know, and then my mom was like, I don't have bail money. Just so you know, I was like, all right you know so I was like I don't particularly want to get arrested I've never been arrested I've never been pulled over 
never been in an accident. So I was just like, I'm not really, you know what, I'm just going to stay home and I'm going to research this because something's not right. Well, you're really smart to get out of that. And you said in your videos that, and I think this is what you said, that um, at that time you were not getting along real great with your mom, but now your relationship right. is vastly improved with your mom. So um, oh, yeah. Carly is exceptionally close with her mother, Nita, who is just the most wonderful person. And my dear mother, I love her dearly. She, you know, She's always uh, listening to the show and a big supporter. She's in the hospital right now, so if y'all pray for my mom, Janie, Aww. she's on a ventilator. Yeah, it's really bad. She's usually our number one person to listen to our show, but I'd like to hear a little bit more if, you, if it's not too personal about uh, M- Mama Judith Rose, you know, like who raised your <laughs> child. <laughs> she no, had to be a little sure. spitfire to so, raise you. So. Well, you know, <laughs> she, is a little, she is sassy. She does have some sass for sure, and she's really goofy, and uh, she's – I think she's like a – a different kind of light worker, you know, like one of her purposes was to kind of like basically bring me about. I mean, like she just, she taught me how to take care of myself when I'm sick and how to just, you know, be nice to people. And I think for a while, like I just got lost in depression and stuff too, but um, been through our own struggles lately with like relationships and, um, we both went through breakups and then it got to this point where I was just like, can I come home? I don't know what else to do. You know, I need to get out of this situation. And we had been talking more and more and she's like, well, yeah, of course. I mean, then it just felt like we kind of needed each other at the time. So um, that happened pretty recently at the end of October. And um, she's, she's been commenting on how I seem like a whole different person. You know, we get along on a different level because I'm an adult now and, <laughs> You know, I'm not a teenager living <laughs> at home, so uh, no, 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 no. She's she grew up Republican. I think she's more libertarian than anything at this point. Man, that must have um, hurt her heart to have you, uh, you know, be a liberal. Be liberal. I mean, I, <laughs> in my family, we have my niece Nikki. Sorry, Nikki. I love you, Jigglypuff. But yeah, Nicola, oh. Nick, Nick, Nicola is at the bottom of the list right now of our niece and nephew because she is a Black Lives Matter supporter and. She's turned into a Democrat, and we're just like, oh, my God, how did this happen, you know? <laughs> it's just like, we're just like, oh, God, Nikki, did you hear about Nikki, you know? And it's just like – but she didn't vote for Joe Biden, and she voted Libertarian, so I'm proud of her for that. But, uh, okay. but yeah, I mean it must have been hard. <laughs> it must have been hard. She must have been proud for, of you when you voted for Trump, though. Yeah, definitely. I mean there's still the the question of my brother, but I won't go too into it, but – He's he's in a different part of the world for one thing, but he, he's not completely convinced on everything my mom and I are. So that's a different story. What about your mom, Carly? Does she like uh, Trump, or does she just work too much to pay attention? She works twenty four hours a day. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know, I know. By um, design. Hopefully that will be changing. But um, she, yeah, she likes Trump. She has supported Trump. It's actually kind of funny because, so like. This year was actually my first time to vote. I didn't vote in 2016, but if I would have voted, I would have voted for Trump just because that felt like the right decision. Um, and then later, like this year, like when all this stuff started happening, I started like not liking Trump earlier this year. And she was just mm-hmm. kind of like worried about me. She was like, okay. Cause I was like, he's, 
Slap the hell out of you. Like, he's the bad one. (laughs) And she was like, (laughs) okay, I'm kind of worried about you, but she she let me do my thing. And uh, so then once I got red pills, I guess, now I'm like, I just can't stop talking about it all the time. And sometimes she's just, like, looking at me like, what are you talking about? But she'll also just, like, listen to me, and I'm like, I'm like the news person for everybody around me, even if they don't want me to be. <laughs> so she, yeah, but she's all feeling. for it. She's probably listening right now. So hey, Nita, I, I love I, you. I, I, <laughs> she's great. I love she's you, very, Mom. very wonderful lady. Yeah, I love her too. Yeah. Um, one, uh, one thing. Uh, well, I don't I hope any no other teachers are listening to this because I could probably get in trouble, but. I was Carly's substitute teacher, and I would red pill those kids <laughs> in school. <laughs> I would be like, Barack Obama is not an American citizen. That is a lie. He is not your president. He is the enemy of the state. Do not listen to the fake news. <laughs> like, We're not going to do chemistry lessons today. We're going to be doing self-defense because you girls need to know what to do. You know? I mean, I was like hardcore. <laughs> Ag substitute teacher we could have ever asked for. Like well, when you would you. substitute, it was awesome because we already didn't have to do anything. So <laughs> then you just came in there and you made it interesting. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was telling, uh, That's awesome. telling Judith that uh, I wanted you to hang out with me when I do this because uh, y'all know I've been getting those free trips up to Laughlin, Nevada for airfare for two and never have anybody to go with me. And then I've been trying to do all this work up there on the Mojave Desert and Long Beach and the Grand Canyon and just all these petroglyphs, and so I really need a sidekick, and I need someone to help me film this one I want to do on the creepy Hoover Dam. So I had uh, emailed uh, Judith and said, oh, Judith, you're not too far from there. I need a sidekick. Hang out with me, and then I figured she was like, oh, I don't know this weirdo, you know? Like, I'm not going to go <laughs> hang out in the desert with a stranger, you know? Like, she's probably <laughs> like, I don't know, but – but Carly, I told well, you I to sure decided I, yet. to vouch for me, right? <laughs> I told Carly, you better vouch for me and let Judith know I'm not a weirdo. So she's safe, right? <laughs> if anybody, she's safe with me. Uh, hey, I'll just you. say we would look we would look forward when Hurricane Ann would come to town and hang out with us at the apartment. It was always a good time. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, I, I am interested in petroglyphs and then, like, getting out there and looking at some, like, concrete – weirdness you know what i mean well it's really interesting uh actually it's a little off subject but i've been kind of drawn um you know you were talking kind of about having psychic feelings and stuff like that in your other video talking yeah. about well you know i kept being drawn to this one place and it was this place with petroglyph and so i'd already been there several times and then um after that i was fixing to go back up there to the petroglyphs I already had the trip scheduled and i ran across this article about this guy in the 1920s that had was a doctor that had got a mine and was mining out there in that very same location. And then he said he went through, fell in, and ended up in this underground cavern of hundreds of miles of underground subterranean caverns, and he found mummies of giants in there. And it was real yes. compelling evidence. And so uh, I started researching that actually and uh and all these different stories about these underground subterranean caverns all up in the mojave desert what i ended up i didn't end up finding giants uh i am going to do another video about the giants though because they definitely existed but uh but what i found out was there seems to be this giant anomaly like the uh uh grand canyon underneath the mojave desert and i also uh was able to y'all should watch this it's as above so below part two is the one about the water uh but these are really good the first one 
Judith, you would love. It's about NASA. It kind of exposes this portal, a real portal, oh, not NASA. too far from where you're at. And so you really should watch <laughs> that. It's my, one of my best videos. And then uh, As Above, So Below Part 2 is the one about the water, and it's when I was out there doing the petroglyphs. But come to find out right in that area, I uncovered all kinds of stuff about the deep state and about how they've been uh, buying up all this land and, and hiding in this government property. Well, there's water all underneath there, and there's a big – uh, water reservoir that's there that they've been keeping secret and not letting the California people have it. Trump's been fighting them to get this water to California. Then I found out about China stealing, being under the guise of Nestle in California and stealing all their water. It's just in a big group. It involves uh, oh, Diane uh, Feinstein and Camilla Harris and the Chinese government. So it's really corrupt and evil, and there's a bunch of stuff going on underground there not far from me. All that's like coming alien. out now. I didn't wow. cover the aliens in that one, but I'm going to. But, yeah, this is all going on right there by where you're at because these underground subterranean caverns extend all the way through the southwest, including Arizona. And so um, oh, yeah. it's real interesting. So I've been, I've been going up there hiking, and, and uh, now you see why I don't want to be alone. I'm like, Jesus, I need somebody out there with me. Help me, okay? I need someone young. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. We're not going to go into the caves because I'm scared of heights. So I'll take you. Yeah, to the I'm scared cave, of the caves. Right, I am too because I, you know, I don't know what's in there. Me too. And there's some crazy mm-hmm. stuff going on in the Mojave, and this isn't just conspiracy. This is all based on facts, NASA maps, uh, you know, and articles that I've pulled up. So it's not just uh, conspiracy stuff. This is like, you know, real research. And so y'all, if y'all get a chance to go to Wolfpack Radio, that's P A Q Radio on YouTube. That's different than my podcast. My podcasts are a lot more political and interviews, and the YouTube channel it has uh, some conspiracy stuff and portals and. Some very interesting things and tells you what the deep state's been doing and how Donald Trump has rescued us so many times we don't even know. But going yeah. on about those, uh, the child trafficking that I was reading earlier, y'all, did that blow your mind, what I was reading you? And that's only a tip of the iceberg. Well, I, I mean, you wonder it. why they're doing a coup against President Trump because he's been going after all these pedophiles, but nobody's talking about it, so nobody knows. But all these pedophiles are going down. This is why there is a coup against our president and why everyone is in on the fix stealing this election from our beloved president. Yeah. If they manage to steal this election, there will be no future for you kids. Exactly. I know you're not kids, young ladies. And like there will you will not have well, a future. Like somebody was saying to me, they were like, you know, this is because it was someone who was replying kind of like objecting my post and was just like you know like everybody knows that this has been going on forever like forever but trafficking has been going on a long time all this stuff has been going on a long time like why are people just now talking about it and I'm just like okay well you know we haven't had anyone in our leadership fight for it like fight for that fight and now we have somebody doing it, and everybody hates them. So we're just kind of like, that's like we we know this is all happening. We found someone who's exposing it, and other people are helping us understand what's going on, and everything's being exposed. And it's like, well, that's why everybody knows about it. It's being exposed, but the mainstream mm-hmm. media, Hollywood, nothing. They're not talking about it. They're all in on it. So it's just – it's crazy. Now, one thing you two girls have in common is, you know, here you are, Carly, in Texas. We're on the I-35 corridor 
where a huge amount of trafficking is going on. And we've got uh, Judith Rose. Sometimes I don't want to say Audrey Rose because when I was a kid, I always watched a show about this girl named Audrey Rose that was reincarnated. And today I kept talking Audrey Rose, and I had to repeat it. I mean, they raised it, and I was like, no, it's Judith Rose. But she's in Arizona, and I believe Phoenix is the number one spot in the world for child abductions, is it not? Uh, Phoenix, I believe so. Yes, it is. It's the number one spot in the world, as far as I know, for for uh, kidnappings for children disappearing. It's real crazy. It's a big, it's a, awful place. Yeah, and so you know, you've got this going on right here. Back on some of the things that I did running around when I was younger, and I was just carefree and wasn't afraid. And God, it's a scary world that we live in. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And now here, Judith Rose is a celebrity. To. You know, she you could be targeted real easily by any of these net jobs, Judith. Are you afraid for your safety yeah. at all? You know, I I don't really think about it. I mean, I I could think about it, but like I choose I choose not to. Um, if you were I, my daughter, you would think about it every day because I would be having <laughs> your backpack just like Carly. Remember in college, I sent uh, Andy like everything. Right, she had a whole bug out bag and weapon and the whole nine yards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I carry pepper we spray and a small knife, and I work out. You know, but that's that's all I've got right now. <laughs> I, I well, maybe we that. need to talk to you about maybe getting start. your concealed handgun license. Just, you know, yeah. I carry my we Glock on my hip everywhere, don't I? Y'all know, I walk around everywhere. You see me all the time. I have my Glock. It's not uncommon at all. So yeah, I don't care. And no shame. Yeah, I'd feel game. better if I had one, but I've just been so broke, and it's just been such a weird year. And I, I meant to get a gun all year, and it just never happened. Same. Oh, I yeah, got a just, taser. Stay on your, stay on your YouTube <laughs> and you want one, and they'll probably go find you one. Um, someone they go find me and my dog a wheelchair <laughs> for my birthday. Yeah. I just said I wanted a wheelchair for my dog, and my friends had five hundred bucks for a wheelchair for my dog. You know, so nice social media friends. You know, really help oh. you out. You know, if they didn't didn't have a weapon. I'm sure that people would want to make sure you have one because you're kind of high profile and you're important to the patriot movement. So. We want to make sure that you stay safe. I have connections there, <laughs> so does Russell. So, when, like Harley was saying, yeah. uh, when she was in college, that I told him, hey, if shit hits the fan, I've made arrangements. And Russell and his friends were my arrangements. Uh, if you remember, I had we had Trey and that guy from Doomsday Preppers that lived there in College Station, and I had set up arrangements with them to come get these girls out of College Station if shit hits the fan. And I don't think Carly even realized. That I literally had a militia set up to come retrieve them as a valuable <laughs> asset. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. yeah, didn't we, Russell? That's yeah, amazing. definitely yeah. We did. Uh, uh, it was going to be uh, a hard extraction. Yeah, we're coming. <laughs> uh, they were but, coming. Uh, I'm like, uh, I agree with Hurricane a hundred percent. I don't go anywhere unarmed. Uh, if I'm there, it is not a gun-free zone. I can promise you that. <laughs> exactly. I'm literally sitting here, Judith, right now. I told my roommate, I said, "Don't you think we ought to go get the guns out, some of the guns out tomorrow, and clean the guns, and have them set here?" And he's like, "Yeah." I said, "Well, if they hit us since we're isolated, it'll probably be a small group, and it'll be like a home invasion type of style." I said, "Since you're in the first room, I think you should have a 357 available." I said, "I've got my Glock <laughs> chambered. I got an AR sitting here. I got about 20,000 mags loaded up. I got my 357. I got a 22." I got a Whoa. separate AR. My husband has an AR. He has a 9mm 40 beside his bed. My 16-year-old has a weapon, and we are not playing. I got five dogs, security system. I'm like, 
please, God, let those little Antifa bastards come to my house. I hope yeah. God they do, you know. Make Are, my Do you still day. live in Little River Academy? I'm in Heidenhammer now. I'm out in the country, a little bit further oh, okay. out in the country. I'm not I'm not in a strategically as good of a position as I was in Academy, though. That was a fortress, and uh, now I'm not yeah, in the fortress. Yeah, that was a good spot. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was the best, you know. It was the best. It even so, had uh, a – it had this thing. We had bunkers. Like, what was – yeah, it had a bunker it's a in it. Yes, I we were that. all down there. <laughs> oh my gosh, I couldn't believe your that. Mom. That was crazy. Yeah, don't don't tell your mom I gave y'all wine in there. Your mom's listening. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never gave the kids wine a wine from the root cellar. <laughs> I would never do it. <laughs> so anyway, oh, some, so, someday I want my own compound and my own bunker. <laughs> That's the dream. Well, that's what we're working on out here. Unlike I got several buildings. Tiny house. Have a tiny house community. I want a tiny uh-huh. house so bad. <gasps> I have Me a tiny too. house. I have a woman shed. I have a woman shed, and I made it into a little tiny house, and it's so cute. Y'all would be so jealous if you saw it. I have my own security mm. system, so I have a monitor, and I can see on all sides of my little shed. And then I have an air conditioner. I have a potty in there. I have a bacon griddle. I have a coffee pot. I have wow. a treadmill. I have a bunk bed that's just the top bunk, but not the bottom bunk. And then I have a place okay. to clean all my guns on. I have all my stuff in there. It's just a cool, that it's a woman so cave. Yeah, it's badass. I, I have, have blueprints for a house. It's just, uh, I don't have money. Um, yeah, I started doing a cool. second one for a little house, and we're doing like the Murphy beds Blue in print. it. And I bought oh, a, cool. a, some window, some really, like a picture window for it. It's really tiny, you know, it's this really cute little house. And, I, uh, I'm making it into a tiny house because I'm kind of obsessed with them, and I don't even know why. But, uh, but Carly is the one that gave me a little tiny house kick, and now I'm just They're like so addicted cool. to them, you know. But, I've yeah, I can't believe that you're on my show, like Judith. Just excited. <laughs> Good to be so here. So excited. I feel like we're just talking, and we're not even letting you talk. You're going to be like, I don't know why I was on Hurricane's <laughs> show. She never let me talk at all. But I do know one thing I want to talk to you I about. I love the topic. I want to – I just want to spend a minute just to tell me, like, every little detail about Edge of Wonder. I just have to know this. I'm well, so jealous of it's you. Been a, it's been a while. Did you go meet them in person in the studio, or did you do it? Oh, no. Uh, was it, like, over the phone, no, or did you do a video? Yeah, we did, like, a uh, we did a YouTube live, sort of like a Zoom chat. Oh, my God, were you freaking out? Well, I didn't really know that much about them, I confess. Like, a lot of the people that I've spoken to that have been really big within this community, I was, like, basically completely unaware of. Well, I guess you can tell that I listened to Edge of Wonder. And the last time I checked, they had a half a million subscribers. Then they and get docked on, or not docked, but they got taken out on YouTube, didn't they? They got purged. They got purged, but they had a yeah, huge following. Yeah, purged. I don't know why I said docked. Yeah, yeah, they had a pretty huge so following. They were like real mainstream, and they were real cautious and real careful. And all they did was just follow a script, basically, like, oh, this is how World started, or this is how Vampire started. But I liked it. I watched it. Well, then obviously somebody mm-hmm. red pilled them. Okay. And then all of a sudden they were like in with all these movers and shakers in the Q world, which some of them I'm not too mm-hmm. crazy about, and other ones I am. But uh, then they were like the toast of the town, and then uh, they started – they were worried they were getting kicked off. They started their own network, and then they did get kicked off along with uh, – my favorite is probably X-22. Um, 
Uh, and uh, yeah. uh, my, I'm, of course, it's Matrix and Shady Groove are my very, very favorite. I was actually in a chat with them yesterday. Uh, they are so cool. So I'm in a member of a Discord group with That's them. I was a Patreon. Yeah, so we get to actually mm-hmm. chat with Matrix all the time and stuff. And uh, they were giving me some love because I got a Corona. And then somebody said, "Oh, you ought to have Whoopi on the show, Matrix." And then he said something else. And he goes, "Oh, I thought you because we had been talking about uh, Sydney Powell." And he goes, "Oh, I thought you meant Sydney Powell." And I was like, "Oh man, I'm chopped liver." You know what I mean? <laughs> but it was Aww. pretty cool. So. Yeah, they're really great guys, really down to earth, and uh, I actually uh, – I wouldn't be surprised if they're listening to it live in Discord right now because I dropped a link there. So all you in the Matrix people that are in Discord listening to me, here I am. I love you guys, my friends, and they love Judith. I just can't believe Matrix pulled <laughs> off that out of the shadows, guys, when you were live on that, that show. So I cool. was my mouth at the floor. I was like, oh, my God, this is like the coolest moment for this kid ever. I was because I would just I mean I've watched out of shadows I had watched out of shadows at least twice already by that time and I was just yeah. like what and I emailed and they actually Brad called and, you and yeah and then Brad and Brad and I were like emailing back and forth just a little bit and he was just like well what do you want to do with your future and I was like I don't really know I'm creative you know and he's like well I've got you on a, on a list uh, and I'll I'll be in touch and I was like okay and you know what I mean like so who knows what that means. I don't know. <laughs> How did you talk to Liz Crokin? I haven't. Oh, well, okay. So her and I chatted a little bit on Instagram. Wow. Um, that's freaking she, awesome. She, well, she wanted to, I think she wanted to clarify something with me because there was like a little, there's, a, you know, there's little bits of drama here and there with the, in the movement. Um, And I was just like, it's, it's been, you know, it's been kind of strange. You know, once I got dropped into this crowd, right. Like discovering that there are, not everyone's necessarily like good or has good intentions or like has a good attitude or, you know, any number of things. So I had to use a lot of discernment and be like, well, hopefully, you know, whether or not they're, their plants, they're still putting out good information, you know, but then Liz got shut down too. And I was like, well, dang, everyone's just getting shut down. But there was just like this incident with like her and someone within the movement and people were kind of taking sides, and she wanted to tell me, like, her side. So I was like, all right, you know, I wanted to hear it wow. out. Wow, I mean, but, um, Liz Crokin gives you her side of the story. You've arri- you have arrived, lady. Okay? <laughs> I, I was That's like, okay. freaking cool. Y'all, I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm huge in the QAnon movement. This is like a really big deal if you're in the movement, okay? If you're not in the movement, you, you wouldn't understand. But just bear with me because I'm really starstruck. <laughs> yeah. That Judith Rose got to meet these people because I and these are all people I follow. We're in the we we are in the same circle, and so. Uh, but I will tell you this much: the one person, the people that you can trust are JT Wild and in the Matrix and Shady Grief. They're they're solid. They're hundred percent. So, I've been with them since before they started their show, and they're solid. Yeah. I've listened to hours and hours and hours and hours, and had people try to turn me against them, and people try to start rumors and. Other uh, mm-hmm. creators get jealous and turn against them. I try to stay out of it. I hate that. I stuff. like, yeah. I like the other people too, but I know that it's not true, and I just stay out of it. But I will defend them if I have to, you know, because I believe in them, and uh, and yeah. I, I back them up a hundred percent. They are good people, and they're my friends. So uh, I Great. just love their show. Yeah, they're they're real patriots. So don't ever listen to bullshit about them because it's just not true, you know. And then I'll tell you something no, else that. Uh, Sarah Palin, you said you were on Sarah Palin's that website. Was, I, I was. What the hell? <laughs> that was 
so weird. Um, yeah, like, what? I mean, they, they didn't, Sarah they didn't contact me or anything, but they, there was just an article about me. Like, I was tagged and I was a picture of me. Like, they didn't, they didn't interview me or anything. It was just like, I made their news. I was like, what? That's insane. Yeah. It this is so really surreal. Insane, I mean, it's like a dream. I'm not conservative. Well, I mean, I, I, coming from a liberal place, like, and then being on Sarah Palin's website is kind of weird. <laughs> I bet you hated Sarah Palin worse than you hated Donald Trump. No, I just, I just thought she was goofy. She's not. She's wonderful. They just portray her that way, you know. She actually yeah, told every just, single thing there was. Saturday Night Live propaganda. Yeah, which that was actually funny. I thought, you know, I kind of Saturday Night Live used to be kind of funny, but now I don't think it is. Yeah. I think they've always had an agenda. Well, look at their agenda. I just read you a small tip of the iceberg of what's going on with politicians, Republicans and yeah. Democratic. So every time you look at these mayors and these congressmen, they're freaking pervs. Most of them mm-hmm. are. This is a real test between God and Satan. Well, and just imagine this is a dark the belly. This is why they're doing this to take yeah. out Trump, and we cannot let them do it. And if he has to call Executive Order one three eight four eight, then he needs to call it mm-hmm. and do it and call the ball, pull up the Insurrection Act, ra- round up every single one of these deep state bastards, and put them down like rabid dogs. Okay, because yeah. this is a battle <laughs> of our life. And you know what? If we lose this, they dead. will come after people like me. People like Russell, yeah. who is a combat vet. He was a, an active duty military and marine. He is a certified badass, and he's one of the lead, he was my leader in militia. He's the one that trained me, and they're going to come after him because he's a vet. They're going to come after me because they know I'm big in the militia movement and that I have a voice. They've already silenced me. Yeah. They killed her. Yeah. Not even famous yeah. anymore. I can't even – I've only got – I've got less than 500 people on YouTube because they keep deleting all my subscribers. I literally yeah. watch them delete hundreds of subscribers at a time, you know, and they've got me so shadow banned. Like I, you know, it, and it's really hard to after you used to be in a little sweetheart, Judith, and then when you can't even get a yeah. like on a Twitter, it's it's depressing. And I just want to well, warn my, you that I, generally, I my old Instagram. That kind of does happen, just so you know. Because yeah. <laughs> if you have a voice, they will I really miss my old Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I was disappointed. I couldn't see your. Uh, Black Lives Matter post. I kind of wanted to see that other side, you know. Well, they, and they so don't I want that like, out there. No, they didn't want the compare and contrast, did they? They had to silence mm-hmm. it. No. And only after three right. weeks. But 50,000 plus subscribers on Twitter is insane. That yeah, is wait, that, insane. that was really crazy. And now they're they're trying to cap me, but I'm still managing some growth, and I'm still almost back up to fifty thousand. I've been at like I was at forty seven for a long time, and I watched them like trying to chip away at me, but I I'm still going. Yeah, slowly but surely you are. But uh, like I said, they mm-hmm. if you have a voice, that, you're doing smart on YouTube the way that you've been keeping it uh, centered against politics. And I've been doing the same with the Wolfpack Radio, doing less and less uh, of the key drops in my videos on YouTube, and keeping a very low profile, watching my advertisement. You know, keeping it kind of focused around conspiracy stuff, so I don't kind mm-hmm. of been staying off the radar. But I'm one of the few ones left, you know, because ever all my friends were purged on YouTube. I, I really thought that I'd be purged by now. Well, you're not uh, seeming to be a threat since you're not talking so much about politics. Like I just watched three of your uh, shows with Matt, and they were really good. I'm 
kind of was actually surprised. I'm not trying to be rude, Thank but you. I was really surprised at how well you uh, handled yourself and your uh, composure and the way that you're nonverbal. I'm a mental health professional when I work. I'm a counselor, so nonverbal I pick up on, and your nonverbal was mm-hmm. relaxed and comfortable, and uh, the vibe and you and Matt get together, y'all had a really interesting conversation, and it was it was very deep, and I was kind of shocked that you know, people of your age, and I'm not trying to be rude and condescending again, but <laughs> a lot of the younger people that I run into are very shallow, and that's why I've been so blown away with Carly's transformation, fighting for all this child trafficking and QAnon, so, but yeah, I just was, mm-hmm. I thought y'all did a really good job, and I said the topics you were talking about was really deep, and I was shocked at some of the in-depthness that you showed with your views on reincarnation uh, that like that's very unpopular and other christians are always like because i'm a christian but they're always i guess i'm not the best christian obviously they're like you're not supposed to believe that that no, that says it, that's not in the bible and i'm like well actually it is you know i was like if yeah. you remember when jesus came they asked who, who are who are you are you john the baptist are you abraham you know why did they think he was john the baptist unless they believed in reincarnation yeah and so well, I think he's had other it. reincarnations. I think maybe he's been connected to people like Buddha or like other teachers. They're all just like a lot of the same energy recycle trying to give us the same message. And we don't know, but I mean, it's a possibility. And then I tell people, I said, yeah. well, how do you know that God can't do that? And they said, well, because, you know, it's not. Well, I said, well, you don't know. I mean, it's God. He can do whatever mm-hmm. he wants to do, you know? <laughs> I yeah. Mean, really, we, just, we like, don't you need can't to put God in the box. God does what he wants to do, you know? Yeah, we don't I think, know the, I think the Bible can be very limiting like that. It's, it's a kind of a lot of the the relig- heavy religious people seem to be sort of in this little box and they refuse to step out of it. And I'm like, but that's what we're doing. We're stepping out of many boxes, aren't we? So I don't know. Some people really just, you know, they disagree with me on a lot of that stuff because I have more of like a uh, a view on Jesus and the Bible that people don't necessarily like or whatever. But I'm like, it is what it is. Like I have my beliefs, you have yours, but you know. Like I think prayer and meditation can go hand in hand, and I think it all for me it all comes back to God, because uh, that's what I experienced. Because I feel like I was like realigned over the summer when I had this meditation. I literally was like trying to pray away my anger and my rage, and it happened. Like it really yeah. like physically happened. So I mean that it it just made me believe in a way that I had never had before. So I mean. Whenever I start talking about that, people assume that I maybe I don't believe or I believe wrong or whatever, and I'm like, we need to just agree to disagree if it's going to be like that. Judith, you were talking yeah. about the uh, harmony and the frequencies of good vibrations and, and associating that with the Great Awakening, and I found it yeah. really interesting. When people ask me what's the Great Awakening, and I'm like, well, pe- I don't know. People are starting to wake up, and you're starting to see the light, and it's like the matrix has been broken. Not real elegant because I'm just kind of a militia girl. I'm just down to the point, but… The way you described it was fascinating, so could you explain it? Because I think you do a way better job than I do. Well, you're good. I just think it's it's way more than just just politics for a lot of people um, because, I I mean, the the switch I made was literally just, like, so so intense that it just – I mean, it just felt like kind of a little miracle. It felt like I was like almost like an activated sleeper agent. I just literally became like another person over the course of a couple months. And I started looking into things like lightworkers and starseeds and people, other people who are having a similar experience. And a lot of us are like the people who have always felt out of place, the people who are the black sheep, the people who are energies and emotions who have strange, like sort of paranormal experiences. And they just seem to be in tune to things like those are the people that I'm talking about. And, 
I've always been kind of like that. And I've had prophetic dreams and I've predicted things and I've literally like kind of heard other people's thoughts before in a way that it's more like, it's more like a feeling, but um, there's other people like that. And so we've been hanging around waiting for this moment basically. Mm -hmm. And so some of us haven't been like fully activated yet, but it is kind of like a, it's almost like a sleeper agent effect. Like you're just yeah. awake and you're like, wow, I'm supposed to like try to make everybody be more positive and I have to do something and I have to talk to people. Like, yeah. I got a warning. Yeah. I actually got a warning and it, it's funny you, you did play permanent vacation because that was actually written slightly before my red pill moment, but it sounds like a red pill song. It does. And the lyrics. I, I thought it was about yeah. red pilling. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I, the thing is, I wrote it before I switched to Trump. I wrote it before all of this. Mm-hmm. So, like, I felt it coming, and I predicted like my own awakening, but I didn't know what it meant. And I actually had this like really. I I talk about this sometimes, but I had like this one LSD trip because the one time and I did it, the one and only time I did it. Um, and I. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it, but it's like I was talking to Jesus, and he was like, you need to be more of a light worker. You're supposed to walk with love. You have to, you know, work on, on yourself, and you're going to have a lot of people to talk to, and you need to keep writing, and you need to keep doing these things. And I was like, so, like, what? It doesn't make any sense. And, and he was just like, don't worry about it. Go. You know, like, you'll see. And that's the message that I got while I was, like, in this other place. You know, and then a year later, uh, that's when everything kind of started. Carly, I know you're dying to say something else before you uh, finish the show, so I'll go ahead and let you get your burning desires for Judith out of the way. Uh, Oh, okay. Um, Well, first, like, it's been so cool hearing your perspective. I always love hearing just other people's thoughts and, like, everything and your story and everything. It's so awesome. Um, I think my question probably for you would be, or maybe like both of y'all, just like, what is your recommendation? Like, this is literally the first time I've ever done anything like this, but I want to be a voice for people and like Mm -hmm. talk to people too and know how to, how to red pill people and stuff. And, uh, like just be a part of that community um and so what would you like do you have any advice for someone who just i can tell you that? judith has a Started. video where she's at a party and it's kind of like an example of her trying to talk to people at a party and it's freaking hilarious because i could just see these other people <laughs> just standing there with a beer bong looking at her like what the hell are you talking about you know yeah. and and it's really funny. Uh, y'all have to watch it. It's on YouTube. Jesus, I love that one. Yeah, it's, it's not as good it's, as the it's hard. Biden one. But. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I would say, like, the, the, this awakening is obviously way beyond politics, like I was saying. It's it's a good versus evil thing. Some people won't realize that. But I would say yeah. you could start slowly with, like, some other topics that sort of lead into everything else. I mean, because I, I didn't exactly start on politics. I mean, I've been – interested in aliens for a long time and um yeah everything else kind of came later 
So I, I came out of like a space perspective where I'm like, we need to evolve and we need to join these other societies. Like, when is this going to happen? When are they going to tell us what's going on? And then there's people that don't even believe in space or aliens because they think it's disinformation. And I'm like, I don't think so. I don't think so. So you just have to start slow with like one thing at a time, like find some common ground and um, yeah, just crumbs, you know what I mean? Crumbs and just get a vibe. And if they seem like they're willing to talk about it, cool. If not, they might never be willing to talk about it. It's hard to say. And it's just, you got to pick your battles and you got to be careful where you put your energy because if you keep banging on the wall and they're not, they're clearly not going to change their mind. It's just not worth it. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. So, yeah, you're welcome. You can start calling in on the show, Carly. I've been wanting to do that. I want to do the one where we're reading the Bible all the way through. So maybe like 30 minutes a day, just read parts of the Bible and then discuss what we read. You know, let's just talk oh, about my- it. And then I want to do cool. the whole entire Bible. So, random thought, thought of something cool. earlier, like y'all mentioned, or you mentioned the giants and. I cannot think of the word right now, but um, Nephilim, the giants that are, yes. Uh, We're Hillary on Nephilim, we know. Well, Nephilim. Hillary, like, mentioned those in her emails or something. I don't know if y'all had yeah. heard about that. I, I didn't. Yeah, she was actually asking yeah. about Gilgamesh, who uh, is a legend oh, okay. that goes back to the Anunnaki. And uh, she was asking about uh, where the location of Gilgamesh's resurrection chamber was at. Because she yes. wants to live forever. Yes. Yep. Uh-huh. They're evil. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. It's so creepy. Yeah, it's so creepy. They, they know a lot of crazy things. There's so many things that we we consider mythical because that's how they want us to, to look at it. And I just started reading um, The Secret History of the World by Mark Booth, as laid down by Secret Societies. It says um, it's really, really interesting. It kind of it tells you a bit about what they believe and what they've followed and like a little bit different story on like r- the beginning of earth essentially. So I also have the great awakening map and it's got all these buzzwords all over it that I just like to research every once in a while, but it's, there's so much. There's yeah, there's a lot. So there's a lot of topics that you can choose to talk about and see what kind of people want to listen to you and go from there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. I'm like, I think I'm like in that beginning stage of trying to decide if I want to go the more political route because I am interested Mm -hmm. in the politics side of things and I don't feel like there are enough, enough people like our age that are. So if I am, maybe I should try and do it because nobody else might too. Oh, Carly, about at least when in high school, you were out running missionaries while everybody else was sleeping around. So I'd say you might be a good candidate for a political office. You don't have as many skeletons in your closet as a lot of these people do. You've been a clean life. (laughs) We're not all perfect. Sorry. Yeah, Yeah, but by the time I was your age, I had about three divorces under my belt. So I've got one. (laughs) You were married before, Judith? I wondered if yep. you had, had been married or if you had any children, but I didn't think you had any children. No, I don't have kids. I just have a cat. <laughs> That's awesome. A cat. I just had, I got out of a long-term relationship that was kind of like a divorce, and he's he's keeping the dog and the other cat most likely, and, you know, we're not really speaking too much. So it is what it is. 
Okay, so it's so weird because I'm such a creeper. Like, because uh, like, I was like, when I investigate you, I investigate you because I, I need to know about my people on my show, right? And so I was yeah. wondering what was up with the dog and the two cats because you said you would talk about that later, and then you never did. And I'm like, well, what the hell? Why didn't you keep talking about the well, dog and the two cats? What happened to them? You know, Judith still well, me in. It, I have yeah, seven became, cats and yeah. five dogs, so. Yeah, I, it became like um, just the the relationship. Like as I grew, I just realized that I was like, man, this isn't really right for me anymore. And it just got, you know, it got frustrating. And then we went through some stuff, and I was just like, I gotta go. Well, at least yeah. you got one cat, right? Yeah. yeah and my mom has five other ones, so you know. <laughs> it, it was I cool have, here. I have a liberal cat. Everybody wants me to make a uh, Facebook for my cat because she's viral. Her name's Sabrina, and she cries all the time, and it sounds like she's saying, no, no, no. And I'll be like, do you want to watch a rally? She's like, no, no. <laughs> like a little liberal, and it's hilarious. Oh, she stands no. in my room, she screams, she's like, mom, mom, open the door. And I'm like, oh, my God, my cat's a Democrat. She is like so spoiled and rotten. There's nothing to do on quarantine, really, except play with, sit around your house with your animals. So you kind of, we've been kind yeah. of obsessed with them. We've been stuck home for out here in the country for this whole year. Well, I say that I went to Laughlin and worked on my video and did the hiking uh, out there. You would have loved that, Judith. It's usually when I go to Laughlin, mm. it's so much fun. But we, I've been doing some really cool things out there. Like it's amazing. Um, doing the research for these videos has been so crazy and. And I, I'm just now fixing to start with Arizona, so it's funny that you should be there. But there's some really creepy stuff going on yeah. in Arizona. And a lot of the Nephilim were in Arizona, and I think they came out of these underground chambers, these subterranean caverns that I was talking about. And the mm-hmm. Anastasi there in um, uh, Arizona actually have some really interesting petroglyphs of the Nephilim with the six fingers on their hands and six toes. And Ooh. then they ran and hid, and they built their place up in the rocks in the mountains. Like a fortress, mm-hmm. but uh, and then they just disappeared. Well, archaeologists had just recently found their bones, and it looks like they were eight. So these giants were cannibals, Whoa. and it looks like they got the Anastasi in Arizona and ate them. So I mean, there's a lot of the red-haired giants that were in Arizona, Nevada, and in that area, California. Uh, so it has a real interesting history in Arizona. Also, uh, I've, I was supposed to go out to this. Uh, there's supposedly a UFO crash. There are needles, and the men in black were there, and really interesting Ooh. stuff, you know. So it's just a really I interesting, creepy place. And Sedona's interesting, some of the, that's for sure. We should go to the Sedona. The petroglyphs are everywhere. They're everywhere there, and you're seeing these portals pop up everywhere. Uh, you should go watch my videos. They're very interesting because they're just practically in your backyard, all of them, uh, except for yeah. the one about the Denver airport and the one about Obama that was from like a 2000. 15 or 2016 podcast that I just put together as a video. Start at the bottom and start with the China one. That's the most important. Mm-hmm. And they get better. Uh, they get better on the graphics. That was <laughs> okay. my first one, obviously. And I just had a Windows editor, and I never made a video as a content creator. So it's a little bit rough, but the information is excellent. The graphics not so great. But uh, the graphics are really good now because I have good software. But it kind of tells a story uh, going on about this port in Long Beach and the uh, deep state and some trafficking that's going on there and the portal that's actually there and uh, mm-hmm. some crazy stuff that's going on in Long Beach and Los Angeles and the Mojave. So if you get a chance to check those out, I'd really appreciate it and get a little sure, feedback yeah. on that. I've, I've actually been out to the Mojave, but that was like years ago before I woke up. I was just on like basically a little camping trip, but we 
we went down the Mojave Trail and then the camp. So I've, I've totally been out there. I just wasn't looking at it from that perspective. Yeah, well, if you would have looked at it from our perspective, you'd have been creeped out. Because <laughs> it's a pretty uh, yeah. ground It was creepy it's anyway. Real. Yeah, it is really creepy. And there's a lot of Satanism going on there. And you've got these volcanoes, and all these volcanoes have all these tunnels and underground chambers. Yeah. So it, there's a lot going on in the Mojave. You've got all these major air, uh, you've got uh, Vandenberg not far from there, and then in the Mojave, you've got Edwards Air Force Base, you've got China Lake, you've got Fort Irwin, and you've mm-hmm. got 29 Palms. Not to mention all the federal land with the Mojave Preserve and the Mojave uh, uh, Preservation there. So, you know, you've got some in the Joshua. It's all run by the government. You know what I'm saying? So, you, there's a lot of things going on there, and, and you know, apparently there's some aliens just going on there too. So, I haven't. I don't really oh want to blow my next video and tell y'all everything in it. Yeah, y'all have to wait. Okay. But, uh, Judith, okay. It's okay. so nice having you call in. And uh, Carly, uh, looks like we lost Russell probably because we ignored him the whole show, but he's a toughie. Uh, Judith, it's been such a pleasure. I'd love to have you back on here because I really want to talk about some more of this stuff uh, that we didn't get a chance to talk about. That's why I went ahead and just tried to play a lot of your red pulling stuff right off the bat so that we could focus on some of these mm-hmm. others because you have so many deep topics. I really like to do a whole show just, I about, do. just about the telegraphing because – I've done some interesting work on that as well, and it's fascinating how they predictively program you and what's going on. They do telegraph and tell us, and what I didn't notice in your video was that what it actually is is it it is when they're telling you this, that Satanists believe that if they tell you in advance what they're going to do and you don't object to it, then it's okay. And they get more pleasure in knowing Right, you know about it, and they get more pleasure because they feed off your negative energies and so i really like that you're talking about the harmonics of the positive energies that were making a frequency that was changing things and helping with the great awakening and i'd really like to talk more about that because that was i was really fascinated with your show on that i'm gonna probably go listen to it again y'all did a great oh, job thanks. on that it was really excellent work so i appreciate uh, it I was, I was hoping we could touch you. on the solar flash but maybe next time well then can you come back to the show because we'd love to have you back yeah yeah well, just let me know when you're free, and we will continue on because we love you, Judith Rose, Patriot of the Year. Carly Thank has you done so, so much, much. Work, and you have helped her do that. So I just wanted to see a fruit of your yes, labor because you. this child is it's, doing great. Aww. It's been an Thanks, honor Carly. to meet you, too, so thank you. Thank you, Carly. It's not every day you get to meet your idol, Carly. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, it's weird being called someone's <laughs> idol. It's so surreal. <laughs> Well, you've uh, you inspired a lot of us, help. Judith. You gave a lot of us hope for the younger generation that we just gave up on, you know? Mm-hmm. And But to see that yeah. good can come out of it and positive things like you, you know, that's what I was telling somebody yeah. else. She's kind of like the sweetheart of the Republican Party right now. She's kind of like a little rock star. We we love her. She's our darling. She's our little darling. We love Thank her. You. She's the toast of the town. So with that, we're going to go ahead and close. we got 30 seconds. This is Hurricane Ann with Judith Rose and Carly Henderson and Gunny. And thank you all for listening and tuning in to Pack Radio. That's where we go when we go all. It's the URL, the initials. And y'all tune back in, and we'll be back either tomorrow or the next night. Thank you.